Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Outlaws Radio Show on the FCB Radio Network. Welcome to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and E. Will. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. And follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. And before we get everything kicked off, we want to say that this is the first brand new episode of the Outlaws that we've done since we have become a member of iHeartRadio. The inaugural show episode. So we want to send a shout out to all our iHeart listeners and everybody in the iHeart family. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to that. Now, also to our listeners, if you guys do not have the iHeartRadio app, go ahead and download that. Yes. And in the search bar, just type in The Outlaws Radio, and boom, you'll and have we'll, our station. And we'll pop right boom up. Boom goes the dynamite. So, you know what I mean? You know how we do it. We're doing, we doing it big right now. We're doing it big. Creeping on the come up. That's right. Now, how's everybody doing? Um, I'm all right. I got a really bad headache right now. Yeah, you was having a rough day. I've it. had a very, very... Interesting day. Okay. Do you care to share a little bit? No, I can't because somebody from where I had my interesting, <laughs> annoying day at might listen, and I don't want them to feel some type yeah, of way. Yeah, so we're gonna keep that, that on. I'm the talking about them. We're gonna but, keep uh, that on the DL. Eric, see what had happened was I like your jersey, throwback gang. Oh, you know I had throwback calves. I like that with the hat. Check you out. You a jersey? Somebody guy got that income tax. I, I, oh <laughs> no, it's not income tax balling. <laughs> I had all this before. <laughs> You, you, you a Jersey guy? I've always been a Jersey guy. Really? Always. It's dope. I like that one. All the way back to probably like eighth grade. He got that throwback Cavs, orange, the blue orange and, and yellow. Blue. I mean, yeah. I can't see colors. White. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I ain't got the, the wine and gold yellow on right no. now. Right. Mm-hmm. I've never been a Jersey guy. Now, I They've will always say, been like, they're really expensive. The, see, I don't, to me, I don't care. And, and I'm not the type, when I buy a jersey, I buy the authentic jersey, as you right. can tell. I don't buy that, the, the iron-on or whatever it is. Because if y'all, first <laughs> of all, bootlegs, I don't drive my jersey. the bootlegs, y'all. they sell, sell in the parking lot. <laughs> my, first, my first jersey was the Allen Iverson white jersey. So... That I, was flopped from uh, when he was playing for with uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, that was my first jersey. My first basketball jersey, and this was because of my dad, so don't judge me. Uh, <laughs> The very first team that made me fall in love with basketball was the Sacramento Kings from the early 2000s. They right, had one right, of the right. better teams that didn't go anywhere. Uh, <laughs> that was with uh, Chris Webber was on Chris Webber, Mike Bibby, Paige Stojakovic, Vladi Divox. And then the jersey I had was none other, none other than, and it's fitting for me, White Chocolate Jason Williams. <laughs> 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 my dad got it because A, it had my last name on it, and... 
White chocolate. That was a nickname I had when I was younger. So once right. again, don't judge me on that, y'all. <laughs> my first jersey, just to, to wrap this up so we can get into the real show, my first jersey was uh, Cavaliers' Sean Kemp. That okay. was like late 90s. I'd say first overall jersey was a Jim Tomey Indians jersey, and then football was Eddie George Tennessee Titans jersey. My first football jersey was Michael Vick. Falcons. Yeah. I used to love Michael Vick. You know, I burnt my uh, Michael Vick jersey. Oh, God. <laughs> when do he... you still have your Michael Vick jersey, Jessica? Mm, yes, I do, actually. Really? Yeah. When he did what he did with them pit bulls. I ain't going to lie. Okay. Who cares? Girl, back. Moving forward. I got a pit bull at my grandparents' house. I care. Okay. Well, don't fight your pit bulls. <laughs> you would have a pit bull with your black ass. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, on the program tonight, we are going to be talking about, we're going to kick the show off with uh, a conversation about the, it's recently broken the news a couple of days ago that they discovered. Well, they discovered a long time ago, but it's now just surfacing. Just up now coming to light about um, OJ Simpson's a knife that was found at OJ Simpson's residence. We'll just leave it like that. I'll just throw it out there. He was one of the original ones that had a thing for snow bunnies, y'all. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so apparently uh, there was a construction worker that had found um, this knife. Uh, my bad. A construction worker had found the knife buried on the perimeter of the former O.J. Simpson estate. And uh, LAPD decided to test it because it just came out. So the story was back in 98 when the house was demolished, the worker found it and then took it was a folding buck knife. He took it out to a traffic cop that was off duty, not knowing he was off duty. And the officer, instead of turning it in, took it home. Oh, that's so. This was almost what twenty years ago. Yeah. So then, in late January of this year, the cop retired and he contacted a friend who worked in the LAPD's robbery. He held it all of that time. Yep. The cop told the friend about the knife and said he was going to get it framed to put on his wall, and that he wanted his friend to get the departmental record number of the Nicole Brown Simpson Ronald Goldman murder case, which he planned on engraving into the frame. Oh, that's awful. That's disgusting. That's awful. What kind yeah. of sick individual? Hopefully, he goes to jail too. Well, his friend was that would be didn't comply with withholding that. evidence or tampering mm-hmm. with evidence. Yeah. Or something. Well, they've since cleared it and said that it was not the murder weapon. They did clear it. Yes. Oh, that oh, wow. sucks. I thought we finally had the bastard. Well, even if they did, they wouldn't have been able to get him. There's no double jeopardy. Yeah, double jeopardy. He had already been. He, ain't he in jail anyways for life or something? He's in jail for doing something really stupid. Because karma. He broke in. It was in Vegas. He broke into an, uh, a hotel room to steal his own stuff back, right. wasn't it? <laughs> karma. And how long is he in jail for? He's in jail for a long, long time. Karma. Yeah. That's what he get because everybody know he killed them. People was just in denial at the time, but we all know he killed. Well, I've we been know, watching. We, we know now. We I've been now. watching the show, the OJ show on FX. Mm-hmm. It's a very good show, and his lawyers were so scant. Like when they were having people come and look at the house, like the uh, like the people on the jury, they changed his whole house because he had like pictures of like different women, him with different women. He had like a whole bunch of sex stuff, and they changed his house, like changed the pictures, put pictures of his family up, put African art up. They were I'll so tell, scant. I'll tell you when I the moment I knew he did it because I'd always believed he had something to do with it. I didn't know 
if mm-hmm. he had actually physically did it or not. I thought maybe he paid somebody to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the moment I knew he did it was, remember when he was going to come out with that book, If, if I, I Did, did it, it, This Is How I Would Have Did It. Yeah. Yeah, Man, yeah, yeah. what? <laughs> yes, and then if you watch the show, I I highly recommend everybody. It's called All J versus the People. It is such a good show. It really gives you an insight of what it's on really, FX, right? Yeah, FX. It gives you the insight of what's like really went on. Mm-hmm. People said that they saw him at the house that night when it all happened. They saw his truck. He had blood in his truck. He had blood on his truck. He had blood on his shoes, and it was their blood. So for him to get off, it was uh, a bit disgusting and sad. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me, but have y'all noticed lately that them same Broncos have been trying to make a comeback? I've seen quite a few of them rolling around. I like Broncos. Like just the Bron- <laughs> maybe not the color, but the that Bronco like that year that around, around that around year that, that year. model. I'm like, man, my- can you believe that was like the hot car to have back then? It was. It, it was. I <laughs> Isn't mean, it crazy? It. Right, he had it, and you know that was. And that nowadays, was the thing Teslas that have no engines are the hot cars. Like, yeah. Hey, I ain't it's gonna so lie, weird. <laughs> when, when I first saw this story, the, one of the first things that came to my mind was, and I love Cedric, Cedric the Entertainer, the death, that clip from Barbershop, but he was like, OJ did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, from Barbershop, yeah. I mean. Well, you know, I mean, back then, and I mean, we remember a little bit of it because we were around, but we were I really, wasn't. We were young. Well, Didn't it happen in 92? No, it wasn't that wasn't that long. Yeah, I thought it was like ninety one, ninety two. I don't know, but stay stay tuned. We'll we'll pick up the tail end of this and wrap this up when we come back. You're listening to the Outlaws. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and E. Will, and don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio and follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. Now before the break we were talking about the OJ incident and um it was it happened we confirmed it was when in 94 1994 i believe i was so either, i was only about 6 i think i was in the 4th or 4th fourth grade i think 3rd grade was, you ain't that much older than me so i was in the 3rd grade i think because i remember we watched they they had us all like go into the classroom Ooh. because the teachers wanted to watch the verdict okay so i remember us watching the verdict i was too <laughs> I was say I was six in '94. Yeah, so, so I, th- I think I was in the third grade, and uh, it was funny because even then, all the when he got off, all the black kids cheered and all the white kids <laughs> were mad. Um, but it, it's it's we're, we were so far removed from that because we were so young. But a lot of people forget, man, that was very highly racially charged. It was two years after the Rodney King riot, so it was a lot of that going on at that time you know what i mean a lot of the racial tension right a lot of the racial tension and it's funny too that it ended up being around oj because up until that black people weren't really messing with oj all like that because he had written off black women and it wasn't like i said he was the original pioneer of snow bunnies well and, and, and it wasn't it wasn't even that there's 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 nothing wrong with that it was the fact that he wrote off Black women, like he didn't want to have anything to do with black women. That's that was the problem that a lot of black people had with him. It's like, man, your mama's black. You know what I mean? Right. And when you have that attitude, you can date whoever you want, but don't be disrespectful mm-hmm. to, to to black women. He was just disrespectful to women. Period. I well, we we know now. We, right? We know. <laughs> you know. I mean, but, I mean, Darvio, we know that you like snow bunnies. I mean, but you didn't write off black women. I don't. Right. I don't like just snow bunnies. I, I am equal opportunity. 
Aaron just mad because he ain't never had a black woman. He don't even know what it's like. <laughs> right, right, right. He he mad at hey. Once you go black, you don't go back, okay? He hey, that's not true because I made a couple of them come back. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> hey. He, Barely. He, he want to talk because I've been with the swirl, but he want to get down with the mm-hmm. swirl. He want to. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm in a very loving and committed relationship, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna leave it at that, y'all. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> you about to make me holler? Oh boy, that was hilarious. Okay, moving right along here because we don't want to get Eric thrown out or uh, on the couch. <laughs> I was gonna say tomorrow I might be calling some of y'all. I might need a couch to sleep on. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic, what are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Speaking about being in loving and committed relationships, we all know that at times that those relationships tend to go down the drain. Yes. Um, Yes. And a lot of times, especially in this day and age, it's after a child or children have been brought into this world. Right. Therefore, nine times, well, we'll say nine and a half times out of ten, mm-hmm. us men get screwed in a lot of different ways, most popular being which child support. Right. Um, now, the concept of child support, I wouldn't say is necessarily a negative thing. Right. But I feel like there could be some improvements to the system. Right. Um, so I'm just, I'm not. I've heard a lot of people people say that um for personal reasons i'm not gonna go too into detail (laughs) because yes i do pay child support yeah i mean it's not like we couldn't tell (laughs) right so now i will say i thought what my amount was per month was you know kind of tough just because i would say i'm middle class but any more middle class can almost be considered lower class because you work you know you could work paycheck paycheck to paycheck or with little to nothing left after your bills are paid right so anyways your boy charlie sheen is making news yet again um Uh, came out and said his money is tight and he can't afford to pay his ridiculous child support my man here when i read this total made me feel like i pay 50 cents a month for real (laughs) Um, Charlie Sheen is asking for a drastic reduction in his child support because the financial well is now running dry. He currently pays Brooke Mueller 55000 a month for Ooh. twins Bob and Max, but now it says his earnings have dramatically dropped. Charlie says he had been raking in 613000 a month just from his cut of the two and a half men tv show profits he, still don't he, get paid. Oh, sorry. he says he recently had to sell those rights for a lump sum of twenty six million seven hundred fifty thousand, but he doesn't say what happened to that stash charlie says he now averages does he say why he had to sell it he spent it all on drugs well, probably. i mean he was drugs and prostitutes remember he's not on the show no more i didn't they replace him with ashton kutcher yes yeah, and it's it, a yeah. terrible replacement i mean i never watched but he the show still he still chose he still he still had to, the rights even right, with rerun reruns right, correct correct so it says that he now averages eighty seven thousand three hundred eighty four a month and last month got a relatively poultry six thousand two hundred sixty one dollars so, 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 so oh wait what how much oh 
for the month, all he got was, well, I'll say all, but to our standards, it's a lot. So he got $6,261. I mean, that's, yeah, to our standards, that's a lot. But that's still, if you're thinking about how much he's used to making, that's still a that's, big. That's, and he that's, says that's that he can't terrible. keep up because his monthly expenses total 105000 and 25000 is for health care expenses that are not covered by insurance. Ooh, Ooh like that. Hold on to that thought. I'm like, we we'll all be, know what that is. <laughs> we'll continue this conversation when we come back from the break. You're listening to The Outlaws. Welcome back to The Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and E. Will. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. And follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. Now, before the break, we were talking about Charlie Sheen's exorbitant amount of uh, child support that he has to pay. And he's trying to get it lowered. Now, he was saying that he couldn't pay it because, to recap, uh, he can't keep up because his monthly expenses total one hundred and five thousand dollars, and twenty five thousand twenty five thousand is for health care expenses, which are not covered by insurance. We all know what that's for, y'all. Right, exactly. So he also goes on and says he owes nearly a million dollars in legal fees and credit card debts approaching six hundred thousand dollars. But he doesn't say how much he can now afford. Dang, gone. Like my boy. We always talk about white people got good credit. Obviously, he ain't got good credit. Not no more, though. <laughs> that sucks because that's a lot of money for two kids, and it doesn't take that much a month to raise them two kids. That's putting her, that's for her life as well, and that's yeah, of ridiculous. Course. Of course. And I feel like with child support, like, hey, if you need to force him to pay whatever, do what you got to do, but at the end of the day, the government needs to be monitoring what they're spending that money on, and that's just how I feel. And right. if they're not spending the money correctly, then they don't need to get it because she could be spending that. You know what Kanye West said Um, in that I ain't saying she a gold digger? Right. She driving off on a better car than he is. Like right. you mentioned that Maserati earlier. Right. He exactly. probably got a Maserati. Come on, man. Like, you know what I mean? That's ridiculous. She ain't got to do nothing. No way in work. hell does it take uh, $52,000 to raise two kids for one month. A month? No way. No way in hell. A year? Okay. That's cool. Right. That's cool. But That's a month? A lot of money, 50 man. cents, baby mama, was trying to take him to court for $50 million. Woo. Damn. For real? Yeah. She ain't winning. She thought she could get that off. She ain't winning. What her dumb? What her dumb? That was stupid. Like, right. Come these on, chicks just trying to get over because they famous and they got money and they just trying to use that to their advantage. Right. Yeah, definitely. It's, well, it's well and the dudes. I mean, and and at the same time, a lot of the dudes they're stupid and they play right into it. Knowing well, the fact that, come on, man, you know, you know what it is. Well, it's, it's, also, it's different if you in a if y'all was in a relationship, a serious relationship, and you broke up. That's mm-hmm. different. Then what a lot of these dudes, they get popped in, in uh, child support for messing around with, with gold diggers. Right. Well, and then it's also it has to do with the system, too, because they, right. it goes based off of your income. Right, right, right. So, right. I mean, if you're making bread like that, then, yeah, your payment's going to be gonna up there. They are that's why my payment there, ain't that, up there. But to, me, <laughs> <laughs> but to me, that's not like I, – I, I, with stuff like that, I feel like – I'm in the middle between because I don't think that is right. Just like with taxes, I don't think it's right because I make a lot of money. I got to pay more. That's not my fault that I came up and I did what I had to do and make a lot of money. So I'm always like, eh. but then on the other hand, it's like, all right, you got to pull your way in the community as well. But right. Then it kinda, well, there's a it kind of sucks. And I agree with you. There's a middle ground. Like you pay 
you should pay something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You should be responsible, but you ain't got to go up in somebody. Right. Like, and that's what the government does because you make a lot of money. That's not fair. Like, I chose this path for my life. Right. So why do I got to come out my pocket and pay for these deadbeat mamas on welfare that's going to stay on welfare their whole life? No. Well, I'm going to leave this that's... topic alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, that's fair. That's fair because you're not, you're not saying you shouldn't pay nothing. Right. You're just saying be fair. Be, be fair about the situation. And right. then... Another thing, I'm about to go in on the government a little bit. If you're going to have these people be on food stamps, welfare, whatever they need, that's fine and people need to help. But it needs to be a, a time span. You can't be on welfare your whole life because you ain't trying. You ain't trying. Yeah, you living and, and freely we, off of my tax money. And we all know people. We all know people that have been on welfare forever. Forever. Yes. <laughs> that's not okay. Like hey, That's not okay. My thing is, if you got to use it as a stepping stone that's to cool. get to a better Because everybody. Life. I mean, my taxes pay for it, so I'm going to use my tax money. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, I get daycare vouchers. Daycare is expensive. Right. Daycare is very expensive. Well, you know, it's just like. Like with everybody getting the, with a lot of people getting the free phones and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem necessarily with that because we we pay for that. Like yes. that's so I, in your got, that's in your cell phone bill. Right. The, I got a quick question about that. Okay, we pay for that. Now I don't necessarily have an issue with that because now I mean you trying to go get a job, all right. that kind of stuff. You need to have that. But when you got folks with four and five different different phones that we pay in for, I know a lot of people who give it to their kids who are like younger, who right. are like in middle school. Right. They give it to their kids because they're like, I'm not about to get you no cell phone bill, but you need a cell phone. So right. here you go. Take your Obama. <laughs> well, that, that's that's actually where I was going to go with Great. that. What was the question? When Obama ain't in office no more, what are we going to call them? They ain't going to be Obama phones no more. Well, well, and are we just going to call them track phones? Right. Well, and here's the thing. They were never Obama phones. We just, we just called them that. They were never Obama phones to begin with. It just so happened that that it was a law that was passed in like the 80s. That said that you had to provide people who couldn't afford with phone service. Back then, that was like home phone service, house phone service. But now, within the last probably 10, 15 years, that changed from being providing house phone services to providing cell phone service. No, they're still Obama phones. <laughs> Obama. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So they'll probably still call it that, but it ain't really. People yeah. just call it that. But they just, I think the government really needs to tighten up on that. Like, tying up on the assistance that you're giving. That's cool that we're, we're here to assist. We're here to assist. Not to live government off of. Government assistance. Right. Not government living off of uh, my right. income. Am I pissing I mean, you off of Right. For, forever. Forever. Yeah. It's not government and then, forever. And then you got the, the typical, and we all know we've seen this, when you got, and and I ain't trying to throw it at just women in general because I see it both men and women. But right. when you got a woman walking up to the register, she got two or three kids behind her, and she paying with food stamps. But she decked out. She got Gucci. She got Coach. She got Prada. And but then her kids is dressed bummy as hell. And no, I guarantee I, I never you, understand that. I guarantee you, never understand that. All of it's fake. <laughs> I guarantee all of it's fake. So? But I know so all of it's fake because if you were able to get food stamps. How were you able to afford the real Gucci, the real product? So it's it one, could of, either, well, it's one of two things yeah, here. Go ahead. Go you ahead. got A, they are getting it fake, but perception is everything. Right. You know, the looks, you see that, you be like, how is she paying? How come she got EBT or she got food stamps and I don't, but she dressed better than me? You know, but then the other aspect of that is she hustling or who or her dude or whoever hustling and they ain't got to pay taxes. So they balling out. Right. That's who. Now. 
here's the 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 other thing, and I don't, I have no idea how we got on the subject, but we went all way off. <laughs> but here's the other thing too. In in fairness, the whole system is jacked up because if you look at some of these people, they making they making rational business decisions. They're like, okay, well, look, if I'm going to make less money working than not working, they gonna choose not to work. All right. Well, and then. In that aspect, and I don't mean to cut you off, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. You, we all know, we either know somebody that does it or Everybody. somebody or yeah. somebody that... We all know somebody, yeah. When you got somebody that, say, she uh, got multiple kids, they get X amount of hundreds of dollars of food stamps, they, they fill their house up, and then how do they get some money? They sell their food stamps. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. You know what? This is That's a good a, conversation, yeah. and we're going to continue this one on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Outlaws. Welcome back to Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and E. Will. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. And follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. Now, before the break, we had went from Charlie Sheen and child support to welfare. (laughs) (laughs) So now what I was the the argument that I was uh, introducing into the conversation is, you know, a lot of these people too, and I'm not necessarily saying it's right, but a lot of these people are making what we would consider to be rational business decisions because um, there was a story about a guy who um, built, I believe it was the Burger King downtown on like prospect, I think like prospect or uh, superior or something like that here, here in the city of Cleveland. That's like right around our uh, central business district. And he, purposely built this to be able to hire people from the neighborhood. That's what he wanted to do uh, exclusively. And he ended up having to still go get workers from other areas around because when people from the neighborhood who wanted the jobs, they wanted the jobs, but they would come in and when they saw how much the job was paying and they're on assistance. And as soon as you get a job, no matter how much it pays you or how low it pays you, the assistance drops dramatically, if not cuts you out entirely. Mm-hmm. So they made a rational business decision. They said, well, wait a minute. I'm going to be worse off working. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the problems with the with the system. There's no, like, phase out. There's no... And there's, like, no incentive for working. I mean, right. yeah, you get your tax return, you get money, but it's like... Well, and, and here's the thing. It's like, maybe if you get a job, maybe you don't get as much as you would have gotten before before but you still get something you see what i'm saying yeah i mean I, because you know a, a burger king or one of these jobs ain't it's not gonna pay enough exactly well that, that's gonna pay that bare minimum that's why minimum wage is different in different states right in cleveland the bare minimum that you can make it in cleveland is like eight eight dollars and ten cents and you can make it but barely make it right and that's what i mean that ain't getting you out the hood too. though that's the problem exactly. no it's not but forget that that ain't getting you out the project that's you still like beyond the forget hood that, that ain't getting you out your mama basement brother. <laughs> okay well, but then on this, i mean i'm not trying to change topics here right but at the same time that's why that whole oh let's fight to get minimum wage to 15 dollars an hour the point behind working at, you know, no offense to people that work in fast food at all when I say this. You know, my girl, she even just got out of fast food. She was with, as a matter of fact, Burger King for, for X a amount long of time, years. Yeah. But 
those jobs are not meant for a lifetime for a lifetime for exactly. you to support a family off of right those and, jobs are meant for like your high school kids that are get, trying to get right. their first job so they can see what it's like to get into the workforce and see what a lot of people aren't talking about now is the reason why people are talking about pushing minimum wage up in the first place is because the job system sucks our economy sucks so mm-hmm. bad that people are being forced to use those Burger King jobs to be to be permanent jobs and the problem with raising the minimum wage to a $15 or something like that from a business perspective and I can say this as a businessman if you make it more expensive for me to hire people it's going to be harder for me to hire people right and, which and you is can't hire also, as much and exactly. it's also going to impact your business too exactly mm-hmm. yeah exactly. definitely I was just talking to the owner of the company that I work for and I was like uh, he was like how you doing I'm like oh I'm good it's payday he like yeah that sucks for me I'm like oh <laughs> I know because I mean right now we're slow right so we're not bringing in as much money and you know we me and him have had the talk before he's like you know what do you what do you think what do you think you know i gotta pay you guys all this money but you guys don't understand what it takes to run this business he's like what you think my rent is at great northern mall i said a thousand dollars he laughed so hard he said a thousand dollars for for you those of you that are not from here. Great Northern is a, a suburb mall. of Cleveland. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's a mall. In, it's, in it's a mall, it's it's a a mall very, and a suburb and it's an expensive it's a suburb. Right. He was like, my cheapest store is $10,000 a month. Woo. His cheapest store. Woo. Mind you, we have over 16 locations. Woo. He told so, me his. And he, so if the does floor, he own and run all 16 locations? Yes. So Ooh. if the floor is 10000 you can imagine. What Great Northern is. Right. 10000 is in Akron. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Don't throw no shade. No shade, but 10000 is at Akron. And you, then at, you threw shade at Wichita, Kansas last bad, week. Let's not bad, throw shade at Akron, Ohio like, this week. But even like, you know, at my store, we, we're the main warehouse, so we have dry clean. We have everything. He told me our boiler bill for one month during prom season was $50,000. Just the boiler bill. That doesn't include everything else that he has to pay. He was like, you guys see all the money coming in, but you don't understand what it takes to run this business. He's like, everybody wants to raise. Everybody wants to raise. I can't give y'all all all raises. I'm like, I don't know. And you know what? That's a great conversation. And we're going to, we're just going to keep it going. So stay tuned. When we come back from the other side of the break, we'll pick this back up. You're listening to the outlaws. Back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and E. Will. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio and follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. And if you're listening to us somewhere else right now, make sure that you also listen to us on iHeartRadio. Damn, I love to be able to say that. I just want to <laughs> say it again. The Outlaws Radio Show is on iHeartRadio. And be, make sure that if you enjoy... Which I really hope you do. Which you will. (laughs) You will enjoy. Pass it along to your friends and family too. Yes. Right. If you if you guys are friends with us on any of the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you see us us share something, feel free to share it as well. Right. You can tag like say if you know me, you can tag me in and say this is my boy's uh, radio show or this is my my friend Jessica's radio show, my boy Darvio show, whatever. Because then that's connecting to your friends and our friends, and that's going to show that we got more people. Supporting us. Word of mouth is one of the best ways of spreading the word. That's and right. I love everybody, each and every one of y'all that has actually shared this iHeartRadio Radio news for us lately. Thank and you. All of that. So I have something to say real, go ahead, real go quick. Ahead. When you said word, it just made me want to blurt out bur, 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 bur. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It that just made random. me want to go like 
Sorry. Okay, so before the Sorry. break, uh, we were st- we were going to wrap up the conversation that we were having. I don't even remember who was talking. You were, honestly, you okay. were about to make a point about something. Okay, yeah. so, but what I was saying, <laughs> I, I, I can pick up a little bit of it. What I was saying was if we have some sort of system where it's not just if you get a job, it just drops Mm -hmm. that maybe you phase it out maybe you don't get as much as you would have without the job but you don't just take them off of assistance altogether because that gives people when you do that it gives people an incentive not to work um i really think that we should vote darvio for president (laughs) everybody with me say aye aye hey i I appreciate (laughs) i appreciate that but i could never run because i'd I'd be on the debate stage cussing people (laughs) oh yeah me too i'm like you i'll be trying to fight i'm like you know i'll be in the stands i'm like get him darvio get him (laughs) they'd be believing me the whole time and another thing ain't your mama and see what had happened was speaking of what about Marco Rubio th- trying to insinuate and throw shade at Trump? That Trump had, so, a, had a small uh, Peter. Yeah, talking he probably about does. That's how why he is he like six foot one. two and he got small hands? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, Jessica, repeat that last statement. You said he probably does. I said he probably does because he acts like a big one. I mean, <laughs> hey. he has to compensate for something. So I'm pretty sure his car is small as well. It matches that as well. <laughs> now, I will say this, and this is what pisses me off about a lot of the media. And I mean, of course, we are mainstream now, but the but a lot of the other mainstream media, what pisses me off about them is they let Donald Trump for months and months and much make fun of everybody, mm-hmm. attack everybody. And then soon as Marco attacks him back, they say, oh, that's unpresidential. Where the hell were you when Donald Trump was doing it for the last And who six cares? Months? I don't want somebody who's going to be all presidential the whole time. I want a real person right that has real feelings to. that i can relate to that's gonna throw shade like i wish sh- throw shade <laughs> so shout out to you marco rubio for throwing that shade and you are invited to the black cookout okay all right now yes i'm glad you brought that because before we leave you today we're going to talk about this meme that's been going on so trending this week was the hashtag white people invited to the cookout Telling y'all right now, I'm there. Okay. You are invited. So explain real quick to people who haven't seen it, like the what was the white people who invited to the cookout? They just so just it was different it, celebrities. It was, it was different, like uh, random memes, like celebrities of like white people that would have been would be invited to a black cookout. I'm assuming so, so like a like a Robin Thicke, like a well, one that I saw like was that. like Mark Wahlberg, and it was a picture of him from the movie Four Brothers. Four Brothers, right? And it's like he would be invited to the mm-hmm. cookout. Which was a great yes. movie, by the way. It, that was one of my favorite Mark Wahlberg movies, actually. Yeah. George Lucas is invited to the cookout. Jojo. Yeah, he got a, jo, uh, George Lucas got a black wife. So, right. yeah, that makes so sense. So it was all these George Lucas is down sense. with the swirl. Right. They said, I'm going to put your to-go play in the oven, Rachel, but text me when you get outside. Rachel Dozier is invited Rachel to the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they said, we're going to hit her with that. Sorry, the cookout got canceled text uh, for Raven Simone. She ain't invited. Oh. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, sh- we gonna jump him when he get here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to text me that. Paul one. Wall is invited. Shout out to Paul Wall. Been of course. Ha- something. I don't know. He been something. I can't say that word. Well, let me see. <laughs> ha- honorary? Honorary? Oh, honorary. Honorary. honorary he been yeah. honorary black since the early 2000s. <laughs> hey. Oh, Joe Biden, of course, is invited. Just to hear what he got to say. I would love to be around Joe Biden when he's drunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
He probably say some ignorant. And we all know they said uh, Bill Clinton's invited, but leave Hillary at home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 that's disrespectful. Uh, There there was another one. It was Napoleon Dynamite's brother bagged a black chick and looked icy in the do rag and chain. (laughs) (laughs) So he's invited. I will say though, yes, I know I'm already invited to the cookout, y'all. Yes, you are invited to the black. But I'm only coming. If it's actually black food there, <laughs> it's was, a black cookout. What else kind of food? Hey, no, there? I've been to some black cookouts. I'm like, man, I make this at the house, or my mama made this. <laughs> I mean, I need me some well, they real I need black some people. Neck bone. I need, you know, come on, man. Oh, oh, you want some down home cooking? I need some soul food. <laughs> all right, we're already a couple of minutes over. Any last words, Mister E. Will? First of all, I'd like to thank all of our listeners and people that have supported us. To get us to this point of getting on iHeartRadio, without you guys, we wouldn't be where we are at this no doubt, moment. No doubt. Um, and I'd like to spe- send a special shout-out to my buddy Nick Grissinger. And if I said your last name wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> Johnny Manziel still sucks. Um, so that's an inside joke with him, y'all. Um, he actually commented on the thing saying that he did listen to uh, our most recent show from last week. Right. And he thought it was pretty good. That's good. So it's nice when I see compliments like that and it just makes it that much more worth it that we're doing this. That we know yep. y'all out there, you know what I mean? Yep. Miss Lavish. Um, um, I want to shout out Macy. I told her I would do it tonight. She kept bugging me, asking me. So I said, <laughs> if you listen, I will shout you out. So she better listen. So shout out to Macy. And th- yeah, thanks to all our followers. We really like appreciate it. Um, definitely, definitely needed this love. And then also, last but not le- least, uh, free Gucci. <laughs> if this girl don't stop with that free Gucci campaign, he's gonna hear this when he gets out. He gonna sign me. Squad, 10, I mean, with all, with all, with as hard as you've been campaigning for him, he better come in and do an interview. Right, right, maybe, right. Maybe. All right. Now I want to thank everybody. You know, this is a momentous occasion for us. We are definitely very excited to be on iHeartRadio. Uh, we've been working really hard to get here, so it's been a long time. And uh, we we appreciate it. We appreciate the love that everybody shows us. And make sure you keep listening to us wherever you listen to us. Uh, iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, and, of course, on iHeartRadio. All right. We're out of here. It's Outlaws. Peace. The Outlaws Radio Show on the FCB Radio Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.